Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. Uh, I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world. Welcome home. Welcome to Season 26. Uh, this is your sacred space for shifting, upgrading, connecting, expanding, um, opening your heart, getting empowered, and reigniting your vitality, enthusiasm, wellness. This is also a unity community. It is divinely designed to inspire you um, into this, this space of harmony as we all ride these inevitable waves of life because you are here to harmoniously thrive and prosper as a fully embodied light leader and way shower. Uh, and we are here to support you with that. And just know that you being here, you support us with that. We're all in this together. So I do want to ask my favorite question, and that is, what is the best that could happen today? Well, today, my beautiful friend, pet intuitive and numerologist, uh, Denise Monge, joins me as my co-creative partner. We're going to talk about understanding your pets, your relationships, and your life by the numbers. Uh, she'll be offering live readings for callers later, so press star 2 on your phone to be considered for that. Um, she'll be pulling the numerology for you and your pets, so we'll need your name, your pet's name, and a specific question based on, you know, if there's a behavioral concern or, you know, just be very specific with that. And, um, yeah, she – and. Yes, numerology. I want to really dive into this with her because one of her um, beautiful gifts is, you know, being a pet intuitive, but also involving and including numerology with all of this. And I don't really know anyone else who does does this quite like Denise does. So let's intend for an upshift in vibration and connection. Um, and I really do feel like as we are moving into this beautiful new year, that if you're here, you're a pioneer. You're a pioneer of purpose. And and I really want all of us to inspire one another to step into that role. So thank you for finding your way uh, here today. As always, I'd like to remind you that I am dedicated and devoted to walking hand in hand and heart to heart with you as we really rediscover. Uh, our divinity and experience a renewal of our radiance in this cosmic playground. So just sit back and relax, breathe, open, and receive. Uh, we do invite you to subscribe to our show if you haven't already. It's a free platform. You can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Stitcher. And I would love to see you in our private Facebook group. Just type in Straight Talk for the Soul to find us there, uh, or on Instagram, and you can find me at Carrie Murphy there. And I encourage you now to kind of slow down and set a clear intention for our time together today. My intention with our gathering is to be a vessel of love, a vessel for grace and joy. And I also ask that soulfully soothing energy flow through my voice and this entire sacred energetic space with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. Uh, write in and let us know how you're doing throughout the show. I know many of you already have, so I'll be checking in and would love to hear from you. 
Now let me tell you about my beautiful co-creative partner. Denise Monge is a certified dog trainer. She's a pet intuitive, a pet numerologist, and she's the founder of Pet Prana. She believes that everyday interactions with our pets have the power to transform us, and her work combines traditional obedience training with energetic considerations of pet guardianship to facilitate meaningful connections and behavioral shifts for both you and your pets. Her articles have been featured in publications spanning from Pet Guardianship to Conscious Living. She's been interviewed on numerous radio shows and podcasts. She's sat on expert panels. Uh, she's been a featured uh, speaker on keynote stages. And she's really a thought leader in her field. And she's even been invited to help develop the pet category for a top-rated wellness app. Um, and But today we're going to talk about Again, really understanding your pets, your relationships, and life by the numbers. So whether human or furry, our souls are engineered by the vibration of numbers and the unique combination that each carries, such as birthdays or numerical values corresponding with the letters in our names. So being attuned to numbers helps us be open to tendencies, motivations, purpose, and patterns. When we compare our key numbers with those of our, the, our loved ones, whether they're human or furry, we can better understand the lessons that we share and how we complement each other. So today we'll explore how numerology serves as a tool to better understand yourself, your loved ones, and your pets, how numerology and the vibration can help you better understand your pet's behavior, how working with pets and numerology can help you develop your intuition and create meaningful shifts in your life, uh, and much more. I really want to delve into this and just get started with Denise. Uh, so please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Denise as I welcome her back. Hi, beautiful. Oh, Carrie, thank you so much for this lovely, lovely introduction, and I'm so glad to kick off the new year with you and your audience. They always bring in such amazing questions and energy and pets, so this is going to be a yes. lot of fun. Yeah, like I was mentioning, I, mean, I love what you do and what you bring forth um, with, you know, your intuition clearly and the numerology. But before we dive into that more deeply, you know, you used to work on Madison Avenue <laughs> and, <laughs> and now you're working as you know, pet intuitive. Um, tell us when that shift happened and kind of how that happened for those who are new to you. Yeah, so, you know, I come from, you know, as you mentioned, a corporate background. I worked in advertising for 10 years on brands like, you know, Purina, which I loved because it was all about pets, um, worked on for the East Coasters, Hess and Hess Express and the Hess Toy Trucks, Dairy Queen, CoverGirl, Max Factor, like all sorts of, you know, variety of different brands and clients. But one thing that was really consistent throughout all of my advertising career was, you know, advertising and creating ads and, and print pieces and commercials. It's really all about understanding symbolism and patterns. Um, you know, what is it that the consumer is looking for that they haven't quite been able to verbalize? We help verbalize that from the, for them always using color, shape, symbols to speak to their heart. 
And so it's really interesting because as we, you know, once we start talking and getting into uh, numerology a little bit, it's truly all about the symbolism of the numbers and the patterns of the numbers. So it almost feels like the, the universe was poising me to step into the career that after I left advertising, you know, it's a young person's game. It's crazy hours, especially in New York City. It was insane. Um, and finally, I got to the point in my career where I said, you know what, this is just, this is too much. I'm, I'm kind of done with advertising for now. What am I going to do next? And I decided I was going to open a doggy daycare because in New York City, that's the one thing that everybody needs is a place to send their beloved pets while they're working those crazy hours. And growing up, I actually never had pets. So I, you know, I figured if I'm going to start working with pets and opening a doggy daycare, I should really learn about animals and their behavior. And so I took a certification course in dog obedience training fell in love with the whole, you know, training and working with the human and their pets and, you know, helping them build commands together, new behaviors and shifting things. And then at that point, working with the animals hands-on, my heart kind of opened and expanded. And a lot of the intuitive abilities that I had growing up that I had shut down um, started flooding back in slowly but surely. So animal communication started coming through more clearly as I would go to, you know, some training sessions with brand new clients, I would sit down and, you know, of course, you always start off with, okay, what are your training goals? What would you like to share with me? And as the human would be talking, the animals would just drop information into me. I just knew things about them. <laughs> I knew things about their relationship. I knew things about what was going on in their career or with their kids, their husbands. And eventually, they helped me piece together that everything going on in the human's life is being reflected by the pet's behavior. So if your dog is, you know, barking on leash, there might be issues going on with, you know, how sure-footed you feel in your career or in your relationship. Do you feel safe and protected or do you feel like you have to be on the attack? Um, you know, separation anxiety. I realized there was a lot going on with people pleasers. You know, the pet parents who were giving every ounce of energy and attention that they had to others in their lives and not giving any for themselves. So I started realizing there was a lot of symbolism in um, the pet's behaviors, just as I had learned through advertising to always look at the undercurrent, the nuance. And that's kind of what what propelled this new mindful aspect of pet guardianship, this, this new philosophy. Right. Well, I love that you call it pet guardianship as well. Um, I had not heard it called that by anyone but you. And so how did your your <laughs> your cosmic nature and your spirituality and all of that tie into to all of this yeah and so this is where um you know if you had asked me when i was a kid what i was going to do growing up this would be the farthest thing from my mind even if you asked me 10 years ago what i'd be doing you know 10 years from now this is the farthest thing from my mind like so many of us on the call, it was truly the animals who guided me and walked me step by step. So it started with that intense desire to connect with animals again um, and to kind of open up to, to their open-heartedness. And so that was the, the dog training. And then they helped me open up to animal communication because they started getting me curious. Um, you know, kind of hearing these little bits of pieces of information and then getting the human who validated it, you know, during the session, mm-hmm. they just kind of share things about their relationship or their work. That's like, okay, I'm not making this, this up. So they got me kind of in baby steps into the, the point where 
I started realizing that there was one month in New York City that I was working with, like, every dog that I got called to work into with had separation anxiety. And it just so happened that, like, three out of five of them were named Leo. And I was like, that's that's kind of curious. And it was a rainy day in New York City. I was between sessions. And I stepped into this kind of spiritual bookshop just because it had good vibes. And I liked just, you know, killing time in there and just looking around and sniffing around at the books and stuff. And this woman, and I swear to you, she was not of this earth. She was so tall and just raven black hair and like a black dress. And she walks up to me with this numerology book and she goes, you need this. And kind of slinked away. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And so the first thing I did is I looked up the name Leo. And I realized that Leo in numerology had the, um, held the vibration of five. And five in numerology is all about the freedom loving adventurer and new choices and experiences. And so I was like, well, that makes sense, right? If you want to be on adventures and go do a lot of things, you don't want to be home alone in your crate, you know, four hours out of the day. So it, numerology in that sense started helping me better understand the motivation of what was going on for the pet. And when you understand the motivation of a pet's behavior or even a human's behavior, then you're able to create shifts. Unless you know the root cause, it's very tough to make a long-lasting, effective change. So that's how numerology kind of sparked in and how the animal companions really opened me up to these new aspects and areas of my intuition through these different tools. It was literally breadcrumbs along the way. So interesting, isn't it? How um, <laughs> just the synchronicities that occur, you know, as our souls and teams of light are kind of guiding us into what we're really here to do and how we're really here to be of service. And that's so interesting about the lady in the book. Um, so, and what's even more fascinating is that none of this was a part of your earlier you know, experience that all of this kind of showed up piece by piece. And one of the most fascinating aspects of your work, you know, because you've um, worked with my animals as well. And Mm -hmm. um, as you mentioned earlier, how, you know, their behavior symbolizes or really does give us clues about the bigger picture energetically Mm -hmm. of the patterns happening in in our own lives, that they're always Mm -hmm. mirroring them. And, you know, I I know that maybe people don't want to to see that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So um, do you ever encounter that when you're working with clients where maybe they're a little defensive about, you know, seeing this mirrored um aspect Mm -hmm. so this is the really cool thing about animals right so the animals i i feel like they fetch me a lot of the times you know it's like they they called to me and or they they drop me in the awareness of the human of the client and then they call me so most of the clients that i work with are pretty open to it but this is also where my training at you know as an account executive in working in advertising really served me well because one thing that really taught me to do was read a room. So if I had to walk in and explain to a client that we were going to be $200,000 over budget, I really needed to figure out, okay, how do I broach this? How is he taking the information little by little? Can I build to where we need to be with this conversation or do I need to table it for another moment? So I take a similar approach to clients. If I walk in 
and I see that they have some crystals in the surrounding areas or, you know, there's always little clues that you can pick up on. Then I'll start, you know, the, the one kind of point that I think we're so fortunate in the work that our spiritual um, predecessors have done is I think everybody can nod their head to energy, right? We can all feel energy. We can all shift energy. And so the way that I, I start with energy um, in the conversation between pet guardians and their pets is we need to be the energy that we want to see. Right. That's one of my founding philosophies, because if I'm asking my my dog or my cat or my bird or, you know, whatever the pet be to calm down, if I'm not legitimately calm in my body language and my tone, if I don't believe that we're all calm, then my animal companion's going to pick up on that. They're going to pick up on my body language, on what's what I'm thinking, the story going on in my brain. And I think every pet parent can kind of nod their head along with that, no matter how far they are on the spiritual spectrum. And so we start there and we go deeper and deeper and as deep as the pet parents want to go. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm able to get the point where we talk about chakras and how all of us have seven major chakras, our pets and ourselves, and how they mirror each other and how the universal themes are the same. And, you know, we keep going deeper. And a lot of pet parents, you know, they ask me, they're like, are you picking up on anything that my pet's kind of putting out there? And then I can go into the messages a little bit. So right. you know, I always take the lead from the human because, you know, sure. so many of us in the community, we never want to kind of overstep or impose our beliefs or philosophy on everyone. So as much as they'll take, I give, and, you know, it's always up to them how much they, they want to take on. Right. And when you're in environments like this, these spiritual communities where everyone is really here for the purpose of evolution and they want to grow, they want to learn, they want, you know, all of that. So I, I would imagine they're even more receptive to to all of these things. And it actually helps them open up when they start working with their pets and with numerology. It helps them open to uh, their intuition more. Um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, the universe is always providing clues to us. And all of us, you know, have a lot of uh, universal symbols that, that we interact with every day. They can be shapes, you know, sacred geometry. They can be colors. They can be numbers, right? We all look at a clock. We all look at addresses. We all are typing and working with numbers on a regular basis. So, you know, numbers literally translate energy and consciousness, right? The universe is constantly communicating with us and providing clues through numbers. And the really interesting thing is that, you know, before we embodied, we actually chose our names, we chose our birth dates, because we wanted to engineer the karmic lessons for our souls before we even got here. And our pets, by the way, do the same thing. So, you know, many of the pet parents here might think back to, like, you know what, I looked at my dog and I just knew he was a grover. I just knew it, I knew it, I knew it. It's because they drop that into our awareness. Um, so we've all engineered and used these numbers. So we all have that universal understanding of the numbers and the symbolism they hold. And, you know, especially if we look at numbers in our everyday, we've always leveraged them to explain the mysteries of the universe, right? We have four seasons. We have seven days in a week. Uh, we have seven major chakras that we all are very familiar with at this point. Um, you know, there's the seven Pleiadian stars, the seven sisters. Like, when we see those repetitions, like the number seven, right, the seven chakras, the seven Pleiadian sisters, 
we know that there's got to be a correlation, right? Because we're noticing that pattern of the seventh. Um, and so that's kind of where it starts is just noticing the similarities. And when you start doing that, you start getting drawn and more interested into different kinds of groupings. Maybe it's a number that you always tend to see, or maybe you have a favorite number. Each number is associated with a universal human theme, you know, whether it's about grounding and safety and security, whether it's the myth of separation, whether it's about intimate relationships, we have that cheat sheet. So now it's just leveraging the numbers that we see to interpret that cheat sheet and understand and read into what's popping up yes. in our day to day. Yes. Well, I'd love for you to share some of the the vibrations and themes of specific numbers. That way our listeners, if they have some of those numbers that, you know, maybe they continually see or um, yeah. in their lives, share some of that so that people can have some more information on that. Absolutely. And before we even go into it, I just want to kind of preface this with, you know, when we say numerology, some people get very intimidated. I know I was kind of intimidated. I'm like, wow, that's a science. Like, you know, there's some very serious books where rules are very fast and hard and you have to know everything about everything and stick to the rules in order for the answer to be right. I take an opposite approach to that. To me, the numbers are fun. They're a lexicon that we create with the universe. So we get to assign our own unique meanings, interpretations, relationships with the number, you know, just like we do with the animals. Like when I see a bear, I might have a certain association with it. But when you see a bear, Carrie, you might have a completely different association with it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. So the way that I look at numerology, I look at the um, – it's good to know the general themes associated with each number, but then you get to go deeper and ascribe deeper meaning. So if we look at the number one, for example, if you see a lot of one, um, you know, that's usually the number of the independent individual. I like to think of it as like the rooster energy. It usually is innovative. It's a, you know, has kind of a, it's taking the new path, um, sometimes quite stubborn as well, right? Because it's a very strong sense of self. And then thematically, it typically has to do with, you know, foundational things, with grounding, right? One is the foundational number for all others. So, you know, themes of grounding, security, safety, um, you know, that's usually associated with the number one. If we're looking at the number two, we like to think of that as the cooperative peacemaker, right? Think of the yin and yang symbol where everything's balanced. So number two might be more about the balance, the balancing your needs versus other people's needs, um, finding that balance between even your own internal masculine and feminine between light and dark, and just kind of playing in that balance. It also has to do with themes of separation, right? If you look at that yin and, yin and yang symbol, there's a circle that's cut in half. So that would indicate two separate parts. So that's why separation anxiety is so tied to that number two, right? That notion of me versus you and how do we interact. Um, number right. three is one of my favorite numbers. It is all about alchemy, transformation, creative expression. It's about your power center, stepping into your power. Um, and I can, I can definitely go on, but even just as we speak about them, it's almost easy to personify them, right? They're like very mm -hmm. different, different characters, different personalities. You might even visualize what they look like. And, um, you know, if anyone's familiar with the chakras, you might even have noticed like, wow, okay, one, those things are similar to the first chakra. 
the, the themes around two, yeah, that rings true with the second chakra. So you start seeing patterns and layering to other modalities that you mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. are familiar with. Right, 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 right. Um, and then there are master vibrations. Um, there are. What there do the are. master so, vibrations indicate? So the master vibrations are fascinating. So in numerology, you have basically every letter in the alphabet, A through Z, is assigned a number one through nine based on its placement within the alphabet. So A, for example, is number one, right? B, for example, is number two. M, uh, for example, is the 13th number in the alphabet. That would be number four. And the reason for that is because in numerology, we always want to add down the numbers for them to equal a single digit. So if M is the 13th number in the alphabet, we go one plus three equals four. So M is assigned the vibration of four. However, there's certain numbers that are considered master vibrations. And when we see them, we don't add them down. And those master vibrations are 11, 22, and 33. And what's so cool about master vibrations is they basically indicate an energetic fork in the road, right? If you vibrate at the vibration of 11 over two, right? I like to think of them in terms of fractions. Um, You either have the choice to pursue and vibrate at the base level of two, which is more about that separation and finding balance between yourself and others, or you get to vibrate at the energy of 11. And 11 is a really connected number. I like to think of 11, it's a teacher number, it's a master teacher number. It also, if you look at 11, it looks like two columns, right? And so it's almost like a funnel. You get to funnel in the messages of the universe. You're very connected to the universe, to the energies, to the other side. Um, So it tends to be a very, um, a number that indicates a lot of connection and mediumship even. Um, So that's an example of a master vibration. So, again, 11 and then 22 over 4 is another master vibration, and 33 over 6 is another. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then if someone happens to be a very visual person, how do the numbers um, offer clues, energetic Mm -hmm. clues? So here's my favorite thing, because I am not – fantastic at math. I've never liked numbers for math's sake, but I love numbers (laughs) if I'm able to look at them. I mean, very bad at math. But I like to look at numbers if I can kind of dissect them and look at them from various different positions. So, Mm -hmm. for example, if you look at the number four, right, we see kind of that upper triangle that, that kind of crosses itself at the, you know, at the vertical line, that number four. Four has to do with matters of the heart of intimacy, of protection around the heart. And if you look at that number four, it almost looks like somebody who is protecting their heart, right? There's a little shield around their heart. So that's kind of a quick way to remember it. The other thing also visually that's really fascinating, to me when it comes to numerology, it's less about what the numbers add up to be as the final vibration, right? It's less about what they call the destiny number or the life path number, which are just kind of like when you add everything up. To me, what's more interesting is how the numbers and vibrations in your name play together. So if I see, for example, a 56, side by side in somebody's name, that to me, I always create the relationship to 11. I'm like, okay, they're intuitive. They're they're connected. They have the ability to channel. If I see the numbers 95 side by side, 
Nine is about that old soul compassionate. It's about stepping into your purpose work. And five can be about adventures and paths, but it's also about empathy and being connected with the community through your five senses. So when I see 95 together, I'm like, okay, that's a really big healer number. They're powerful healers. Um, you know, a lot of times you see repeated numbers side by side, the 33s, the 44s, the 555s. Then you know it's that amplified energy around those those numbers and those themes. So truly it's about looking at the numbers, the sequences, the patterns. What do they look like? What are they next to? And then you get to build your intuition from that. And that, to me, is one of the most practical um, comfortable ways of growing and building your intuition, especially if you're more practical-minded, because you're not sitting there just waiting for answers or information or hits to drop in your lap. You start with the numbers. And in doing that, you're giving your logical, practical, masculine side something to do and focus on, which allows your, your intuition and your feminine side and your more intuitive side to flow because the practical side's busy. They're not sitting there tapping their foot being like, when are the messages coming? What are you seeing? You're making this up. <laughs> They're busy adding things up and looking at the numbers. So to me, numerology right. is one of the best ways to open up to your intuition. So bringing this back around to – using numerology and the vibration of numbers to really help us understand our pets and their behavior and motivation mm -hmm. and all of this. How would someone apply this, um, someone yeah. who is very new to numerology? So this is my favorite thing, and this is something that I haven't seen anyone do. It's something that I started doing out of curiosity, and now it's a foundational aspect of the intuitive dog training work that I do. Um, what I like to do is compare my name or the human's name with the pet's name. Because when you see what numbers or what sequences of numbers you have in common, then you understand, okay, we complement each other here. When you realize that there's certain numbers that are missing in your name but are present in the pet's name, then you understand, oh, they're probably teaching me about that. They're working with me on that. So that would explain their behavior. So by comparing your numerology to a pet's numerology or another human's relation, you know, human's numerology who you're in a relationship with or an address or anything, you're able to understand tendencies, motivations, and where you guys are working together in this lifetime to grow and build and complement each other. Interesting. Um, wow. <laughs> and so can you really – get to the root of, you know, some of these behavioral mm -hmm. challenges with the animals? Well, first of all, what, do, what would you say are the most primary ones that you, that you come across yeah. when you're working with people and their pets? So interestingly, um, I think this is kind of a, a, a commentary on where we are in our spiritual evolution. Um, but the most common behaviors that I come across for pets and pet parents is, one, on-leash reactivity. And that's mm -hmm. if you're walking on leash and maybe they're barking at other dogs or at, at um, you know, bicycles, or maybe they're extremely shy and just really scared outside. So any sort of kind of on-leash behavior that's not normal or expected, that's one that we work with. And then the second one actually, and this is, you know, post-pandemic, this also kind of is is an indication of where we are as a culture, separation anxiety. 
those are the two that have been really, really prominent in the past couple of years in particular. Um, but, you know, it's, it's amazing how understanding and how the universe brought through to me, you know, understanding not only the basic obedience training and what desensitization needs to be done on a very, you know, basic 3D training standpoint, but matching that up with the chakras through, um, you know, a, a proprietary process I created, translating beyond behavior that was dropped into me from the Palladians, and then layering on the pet numerology, it just all tracks. It's incredible how much it tracks and how you can truly understand what's at play. And when we can understand what's at play, what the motivation is behind it, we can take out some of the emotion from it. Right, because there's so much when we're dealing with omnis reactivity or separation anxiety, there's a lot of this feeling of like, I don't even know why my dog does this. Why are they freaking out? They know better. What's going on here? Um, mm -hmm. When we can understand what's actually at play, we take out some of that overwhelm because now we have a better understanding as an observer about what's going on in the situation. And then we can address it and we can also look at how that's playing out in our lives more broadly too whether in our right. relationships, our career, because that's usually what we see, right? Whenever dogs are having this unleashed reactivity, they might be feeling insecure and offense is the best defense, and there might be a relationship in our lives that we feel insecure about, or we might feel insecure about our own prowess and abilities in a new job or our own ability to speak up for ourselves in a new career. Um, so, you know, it's funny whenever I do dog training or pet readings, because it goes beyond dogs, it's dogs, cats, squirrels, yes. you know, anything. But people mm -hmm. always say, wow, this is like a therapy session. I thought I was coming in just learning about my pet, but I'm learning so much about myself. <laughs> yes. And just to, and to see people, you know, um, grow and change and, you know, their animals grow and change and evolve. And um, I had a couple of people write in here who have animals who um, are afraid of you know, with the storms and thunder and things yes. like that. Um, what yeah. would you say to them? What is the root of that? Yeah, so that one, at the root cause of that is actually a mixture between one and two, right? It's the unpredictability. It's never knowing when the other shoe's going to drop. It's never knowing mm -hmm. that you're, you know, not feeling safe when you're not in those blue skies that are clear and predictable. It's not knowing when it's going to rain, when things are falling on you, when are you going to be able to resume your routine. Um, and, of course, the unexpected claps of thunder and lightning that kind of startle us. So it's yeah. really that invitation to be more comfortable with the unknown and the unexpected and going with the flow. You know, if there's a loud noise, knowing that you're able to kind of swerve the other way and look at it from the other perspective. We know what it is, but it still can be startling. So what's kind of startling you in your life? You know, what can we look at? What's unpredictable? Interesting. So what would, like for these two individuals who wrote in about that, mm -hmm. how would you encourage them to modify, you know, their own mm -hmm. reactions and behaviors to yeah. support their pet with that? So I love that question. So whenever I'm approaching a pet behavior, we're always going to look at, look at it from the perspective of mind body energy right so in the physical 3d from a traditional 3d strength uh training standpoint we're going to go on youtube and we're going to google like you know thunderstorms or lightning sounds or even airport sounds sometimes you know are, are pretty comparable and put them on for you know 30 seconds at a time playing with your dog giving them treats 
and kind of distracting them. And then you can let it on for longer periods of time. And of course, it doesn't carry the same changes in the atmospheric pressure, but just having these sounds, these unpredictabilities, you're able to work with your dog in a more predictable way. So we always want to desensitize our pets and kind of build their confidence around those things by making a more normal place and associating them with your presence and treats and different activities to keep their mind busy. Um, and then, of course, energetically, we want to do exactly what, what, what we were talking about. So energetically, let's talk about unpredictable situations in our life. Where is it loud unnecessarily? Or where are you feeling kind of the other, sh- you're waiting for the other shoe to drop? Is it in your career? Is it in your relationship? Are you walking on eggshells with someone? And if so, if any of that resonates, let's go deeper in on that. Why? What does that relationship remind you of? Where did you first remember feeling that way? And mm-hmm. as we work on that, we're kind of clearing that energy for our animal companions. Um, and I would say even beyond that, now let's find the higher version of that. So if unpredictability mm-hmm. is something that startles us and throws us off our routine and puts us into fear, how can we make the unpredictable exciting? What's going to be our new take on the unpredictability? Like, is this mm-hmm. fun? Is it an adventure? Is it like being on a roller coaster? That's exciting. Okay, now we change our perception, and now the energy shifts, not only for us, but for everyone in our surrounding, including our pets. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's an example of how we might address something, of course, through physical training, but also energetically and through our attitudes and perceptions. Right. That's so interesting. Um, and thank you both for writing in about that. I'm sure more, yeah. more of you listening also are, are, you know, experiencing that with your pets. One of my dogs does that occasionally with the storms and, uh, sometimes he doesn't, sometimes he does, but it's interesting hearing you yeah. talk about, you know, the energetic components. And, you yeah. know, we're going to talk about your special offers in just a little bit after we take some callers. But you really do are providing this training um, where mm-hmm. they can really dive into to all of this uh, and the vibration yeah. of numbers and understanding their pets and um, mm-hmm. and they can just to really empower them. But there's also a session mm-hmm. with you, which is always beautiful as well. But what I'd love to do now is take some callers. We have a lot of hands up and people who've written in. Um, and so what we need from you is your name, your pet's name, um, and the spelling, I would imagine, right, mm-hmm. Denise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be helpful. And also mm-hmm. a very specific question about what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of just what does my animal have to say, um, mm-hmm. describe like a more specific question so we can really support you yeah. in delivering the best <laughs> responses. Yeah, and- and you guys will see as we go along with the readings, um, basically what I'm going to do is pull the numerology of your name, see the tendencies, and then if there tends to be like a behavioral question, like my dog's barking, what's going on, or, you know, my my cat is having accidents around the house, or, you know what, my cat and I love each other so much, um, you know, is there a reason for that, you know, whatever it might right. be, but just more so than, you know, what's my pet want me to know. Otherwise, I'll probably just tell you a little bit about you and your pet and your relationship, which is always fun, too. So let's we'll jump in and, and we'll we'll kind of go from there. OK. OK. So all of you with your hands up again at star two, uh, if you want to raise your hand, if you've called in by phone. Uh, so, again, if I call on you, just your name, your pet's name and your question. So first caller that I'm going to is area code 
um, 805-234 with the next numbers. Hi. Hi. Welcome. What is your name? My name is Colleen. And my oh, hi, Colleen. Name, hi. And my pet's name is Trilo, spelled T-R-E-E-L-O-O. She's a, a, a cat. <laughs> and she loves me so much. And I got her from my son who has passed away. But mm. I was wondering why she's always been so skittish. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So thank you so much. And Colleen, are you with two L's or one? I'm with two L's. Perfect. Okay, so this is fascinating. So give me one second to just keep pulling here some info. Um, okay, so here's what's really interesting about Trilo and also about you. Man alive, do you guys have amplified uh, numbers and energies in your name, which definitely, you know, would indicate amplified experiences. So, Colleen, within your name, you have the master vibration of 33 over 6 with the double L's. And then the, the last part of your name is 555. And Lord Almighty, is that a sensitive number? Is that an empathic number? And it shows, like, a lot of various experiences in your life. Maybe you even moved around a lot. But it's just, like, a lot of changes, right? It's like nothing ever stays static. Nothing was ever boring in your life. Trilo has this amazing numerology as well. She has that amplified 55 as well. You have 555. She has 55. So she can hang with you, but not to the, the degree of your five. But this, amplified 55 is a lot. She also has amplified sixes with the 66 in her name, which is a lot of this kind of family, home life, um, you know, focus on the, the kind of domicile and like being a parent and parenting, you know, whether it's human kids or pets or both, and also putting yourself in your parents' shoes. Kind of as we become parents ourselves, we kind of understand a little bit more about what life is like as a parent and the choices we make and our motivations. So the interesting thing that Trilo was um, accompanying your son on was your son understanding his relationship with his parents, which is you, um, a little more deeply from, like, a different perspective. Um, the one thing about Trilo also, she has that 29, which is that 11 over 2 energy in her name. So everything for Trilo is amplified. That's why she's skittish in this lifetime, just everything's amplified. Nothing is just kind of like commonplace, like, yeah, I'll give it or take it. It's like either a heck yes or a heck no with Trilo, um, which is fine for her because you have a lot of that amplified 555 energy. Things are amplified for you as well. So you guys are cool. You guys are good. Um, what you can let her know is that, listen, little one, we're okay. Things might be intense, but we have a unit. We have a bond, and we have an energy in this household where we're able to stay grounded and calm. And if you can provide that for her, just more of that kind of when she seems like she's a little skittish, kind of deep breath and just holding your energy and almost sending it out as if it were like um, a field, kind of going like zoom around the house that's going to bring it down for her. But just in the numbers, man alive, you all have amplified energy. So it's it's a lot, you know, especially for a cat. Um, but all good things, all all good things. Thank you so Colleen. much. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it all in, Colleen. Um, wow, fascinating. Um, I hope that was helpful, Colleen.
Oh, wow. Uh, that's it's just wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> May want to listen to that um, again on the replay. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That is so fun. A lot comes out with the numbers. This is why I I think numerology is such a powerful um, opener up to intuition, because when you start looking at the numbers and the, the, you know, the patterns within the numbers, it all just starts coming through. Mm -hmm. A lot of information there. Well, Colleen, uh, blessings to you. And Trilu, right? Trilu? Is Uh, that her name? Trilu. Trilu. (laughs) low. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for being here, Colleen. And uh, thank Denise, thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, Bye, Colleen. Bye. Okay. Gosh, that was amazing. That was uh, okay. Um, next caller that I'm going to is area code 512-228. You are live with us. Hi. Hi, ladies. My name's Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi. Um, I wanted to ask you um, whether um, you could, let me say it this way, um, I was calling actually for my mom and her dog. Can you do that from, mm-hmm. like, through me today? Yeah, let's let's try it. Let's give it a shot. Okay. Um, her name mm-hmm. is Elizabeth. Okay. And the dog's name is Charlie. Charlie. And R-L-I-E? Correct. Mm-hmm. And is Charlie a boy or a girl? Charlie's a boy. Okay. We never know with these uh uh-huh. with these names. Yeah. These okay. And do you have yeah. a question or anything that you want to check in with Charlie? Yes. He um mm-hmm. one of the big things that he does is he pulls really hard um on the leash mm-hmm. when you take him mm-hmm. for walks. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and he he doesn't like he he catches a scent you know or something and he mm-hmm. like you didn't you don't exist you know um, right all right and that's very irritating to my, to my mm-hmm. well and when I walk him too yeah yeah okay perfect so let me just double check this one second let me tune in Okay. So here's the thing about Charlie. He's 38 through and through. And whenever I see 3 plus 8 or 5 plus 6, even though it's not 11, it holds that 11 energy. Um, So his overall name vibrates at an 11 over 2. And so when he – that whole notion, what really kind of jumped out is when you said when he pulls a scent, he goes for it. That's Mm. him. He's following. He sees everything, by the way. He sees the elementals. He sees spirits that are walking the area, just checking things out. And there's this one little boy that he keeps pulling to. When he sees this little boy, it's like his best friend, and this little boy's in spirit. And he just Aww. pulls to him, and he wants to play with him. And this little boy has, a has like, a big round ball. And so part of him pulling, it's not so much like – Come, like it's not the the motivation is not a stubbornness like you need to follow my path I'm going to go this way and you have to come too his motivation is my friends isn't this a beautiful world isn't there so much out here that's so exciting for us to explore and sniff and smell the way that he shows the world to us is a little bit like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory like everything's edible everything smells everything's bigger and larger than life um, so that's his motivation. 
so part of what you guys can and and and, and there's something there that's really um bookending with your mom's energy not to say that your mom isn't like that but he's reminding her a little bit of the joie de vivre of mm. the the of life and he's kind of pulling her into that like come don't you see it don't you see it mm. um so there's something there that he's trying to kind of coax her into um by just being himself so part of what we can do is really help him by creating this Willy Wonka chocolate factory of excitement and smells indoors even. So giving him more puzzle toys. Amazon boxes are like my favorite thing to reuse and utilize. You can get a couple boxes that kind of fit within each other, and within each box you can put in a layer of different treats or smells or exciting toys so that he has mm. to kind of rip into it like um, those Russian dolls. You know, you kind of go mm-hmm. side by side. Um, you know, creating little bathroom mats or, or, you know, those nuzzle mats that have little um, treats within them, like anything like that that has discovery and excitement and a little sense of, like, wonder and awe is really going to help Charlie. Because right now the walks are his only outlet for that. If we can help him with that indoors from a training standpoint, it's going to help drain his battery a little bit, right? It'll keep him, it'll get him more active, more mentally stimulated, so he won't be as 100,000% energetic outside. Um, But that's what he's kind of sharing as what's going on and why he's behaving that way. Oh, I love it. Yeah. We just built, I I just put a fence, my mom just moved and she has a yard now. And so we just put a fence um, uh, up uh, in the yard. And when I I just did it yesterday and when I was there doing it, um, after I got done and we let him out, he was just like, Oh, thank you. Like, if you could have talked, you know, he was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. you know? oh, I, I loved all that. of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what I love his motivation. His, right? Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's so fun to see it through his eyes. And one thing that's really interesting is that um, you and Charlie have similar, you both carry that 93 energy, um, whereas your mom has it as 39. So it's kind of interesting that you and Charlie have this kind of like wonder of life and this excitement. Your mom has the flip side. She's more about kind of, it's like she takes the opposite approach. Not again, not that she doesn't have that joie de vivre, but she's a bit more slow to come to it and trust it. Whereas you and Charlie are just head first into yep. all these exciting adventures. <laughs> You're um, absolutely so right. And he, it's like, I go over there and I'm like his playmate, you know, he like sees me. Yeah. As his playmate, and he's like, I think he thinks I'm a dog or something because I have that same energy. But he's like, oh, Patricia's here, you know. Yeah, yeah, he recognizes it. So that's that's really beautiful. Thank you so much. That was just beautiful. Thank you. Oh, thank you for sharing him. Mm-hmm. That was great to hear. <laughs> okay, thank you, Patricia. Uh-huh. All right, and hi thank to you. Charlie. See him next. Thank you. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Denise, I am now going to, um, let's see, we have a lot of hands up. Um, Okay, I'm going to go to area code 530-545. You are live. Hi. Oh, hi. My name is Lisa, and my dog's name is BB, B-E-B-E, and Mm I'm a real sensitive empath person, kind of like what you were just saying mm-hmm. with the, the previous mm-hmm. caller, uh, you know, and so is my dog. And so it's mm-hmm. got, I feel bad for her. Well, number one, she follows me 24-7. Uh, 
like, where are you? Where are you? Always. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't even take her in the car anymore. She loves car rides. Well, she used to until mm-hmm. a couple months ago because she can mm-hmm. sense everything. And I mean, mm-hmm. I live in the mountains. We'll get a mile down the road, and all of a sudden she sits up and she starts shaking like a leaf of panting and looking around, mm-hmm. like down and behind her. And oh, mm-hmm. I feel so bad. And it makes me want to cry. It's just uh, openings and portals yeah. and dark energy and all kinds. And so, so, so she's now I'm she's gonna, just fearful just getting in the car, which is sad. I'm going to jump right in. There's something so beautiful about your connection with Bibi. Um, so both you and Bibi, so Lisa and Bibi, you both vibrate at the exact same vibration of 14 over 5. So one is very much about, you know, staying contained within yourself, and four mm-hmm. is that heart. You're all heart is really, oh, you and yeah. Bibi are both just all heart. Mm-hmm. And the biggest lesson um, around number four is creating those energetic boundaries because 14 equals five, right? And so both of your names vibrate at the overall vibration of five, which is the empath's number. It's just taking everything in from the environment through all of your senses. It's not even like you just feel it. It's like you feel it, you see it, you know it, you sense it. It's like all of the the clairs mm-hmm. hit you guys all at once. Mm-hmm. And so for BB, her, her 14 is made up by 25, 25 side by side. So that's a lot of repeated energy of the second chakra and the fifth chakra. The second chakra is about protecting, about um, protecting your rights, about worthiness. Um, and five is about, of course, speaking your truth, but it also has to do with the inner child. And so the most beautiful thing that Bibi was telling from the moment you got on is she is the manifestation of your inner child, of actually not your inner child, of you as a child. So when you were young, you were sensitive. You knew everything. No one was there looking out for you. Nobody could explain it. People might even have told you, don't worry about it. You're making it up or you're too sensitive Mm -hmm. or this or that. And so BB is baby you, you know, it's the young version of you. So you get to parent her and protect her how you would have been protected or how you would have wanted to be protected. And by doing so, you're protecting that little child version of you. You're getting to go back in time and change some things. So what you're going to talk to BB about as her as a proxy to your inner child is about boundaries, setting the boundaries around your energy. You don't have to feel it all the time. We can set boundaries and open and close our abilities up and down. It doesn't mean we lose them. But this is going to shift things for you in your past timeline as well, so that there are times in your past where you probably should have shut down. You shouldn't have taken it on because you probably took on too much and acted upon it. Um, So this is a little bit of a, like, history remaking itself. Go back. Speak to Bibi, talk to her about energetic boundaries and boundaries around the heart and being open to, you know, what's in our surroundings versus not. And you're going to see a big shift in you as well. More of this openness, more kind of, um, quote, unquote, courage to go out and put yourself because you know you're protected. You know you can keep yourself safe because you are there to keep Bibi safe as well. So it's that, you know, we're not going to shy away from others. We're going to learn how to operate in a protected manner and operate in joy around others. That's the big shift. Oh, wow. Lisa, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I always say, you're okay, baby. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. 
mm-hmm. all the time, you know. <laughs> and so it's going to be less of I got you because that's been your modus operandi. I've got you. I'll take it on. I'll do it. I've got you. I'll protect mm. you. What you're going to do is teach her to protect herself. Hey, BB, this is how we set up boundaries. This is how we create them so that she's able to do it for herself. Wow. I oh, know. Denise, you're picking me, Carrie. Thank you for picking me. This is life-changing, I'm telling you. Oh, it's life-changing. Yeah. I've had her nine years, and she is just, mm-hmm. I think she's a human stuck in a dog's body. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nine, Lisa. It's, it's such a beautiful number, numerology. Nine is about, you know, ending of chapters. It's one through nine. It's the last book. We get to close that chapter and start a new book. New path, new way forward. So I love that. Oh, thank you. I Bless love you. that, thank Lisa. Thank you so much. For you thank and Phoebe. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, you are quite a gift, I tell you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you, Lisa. And uh-huh. thank you, Denise. Wow, that was um I love hearing all of these. Um just mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Um let me go to one more and then we'll talk about your mm-hmm. offers, then we'll go to the webcast because a lot of people wrote in. So mm-hmm. um I'm gonna go to area code, let's see, two six nine three six seven. You are live with us. Hi. Are you there? Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'm sorry. I went in, I was just going to, I was just going, I just, oh my God, I went into shock. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is weird. Wow. What happened? <laughs> this is like something got triggered, right? I Like right before you called on me and I don't know, I think it was something related to the last caller. I'm not sure. Uh, And then all of a sudden, wow. Um, Can you connect with bunnies? Yeah, we can connect with anything. Yes, you can. You can connect with anything. That's right. (laughs) Well, we can try. Let's put it that way. We we, we can try. (laughs) What's your name? Oh, I can barely. Okay. My name is Melissa. And my, um, and the bunny, um, so he kind of had two names. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. had three. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Do you just go by the first name? I mean, um, yes, he was the either. Name and I'll, I'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Benjamin B E N J A M I N, and sometimes he was called Birch also B I R C H. Okay, cute. Okay, bunny. Um, and is he still with us, or is he transitioned? No, he's he's transitioned quite recently, and um, he, I, you know, I want to talk about him because he was so special, but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. I should let you see what you can come up with unless yeah. you want me to ask a question no, about that's, him. That's, that's okay. So Benjamin, just to confirm, is M-I-N at the end, right, Benjamin? And Melissa, you have yeah. two S's in your name and one L, correct? Correct. Okay, perfect. All right, so right off the bat, there's a couple things that, that's interesting. I love that you brought up Benjamin slash Birch because a lot of us use pet names, right? We have their name, you know, but it starts off as Samson and then it's Sammy and then Sammy, Sammy Lion. And, you know, we have all these different <laughs> iterations of names that we use. And I actually love right. pulling the numerology of each of those names because 
if we're training our animal companions, there's one name that might be more conducive to training. Whereas if we're there just kind of like connecting with them and cuddling with them, there might be another name that better serves. So it, intuitively, we use these different names for our pets, and odds are they probably serve in very good different situations and dynamics. So having multiple pets for, or multiple names for our pets is always a good thing um, and always interesting to look into. Here's the thing about I'm me. laughing. I, I'm sorry. That's just so cool about the different names because all of my pets have always had, you know, many different names, and, and yeah. they were all related to situations, right? So, but but I love it. And yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm so perfect. sorry, but I just love that you <laughs> confirmed that's, that's okay, perfect. right? And so here's the thing. Your overall name vibrates out of six. And six is that visionary energy. And if you're familiar with um, human design, it feels very much like projector energy in that you can see through, you can see people for who they are, what they are, you can see situations for who they are and what they are, and you can see them for the potential that they have. That's why you give so many names to your pets because you situa situationally, you're able to see their potential and what they need in any given moment. That's part of your gift here on earth as you embodied it. Um, you have the triple ones in your name with the SSA, which is always interesting, that very amplified, um, funnily energy where you're just constantly getting information coming into you, constantly just droves of information. It's like a, a, a river that never stops of information coming through to you. Benjamin also has, when we call him Benjamin, he also has that 11 energy in his name. So he, too, when we called him Benjamin, was very connected to the other side and was able to download a lot. And what's so cool is that 11 is flanked by, on one side, 55, and on the other, 59. So he, too, was incredibly sensitive, very empathic. So I think that's also why you connected a lot with the BB conversation, um, the Lisa and BB mm -hmm. conversation, because both of you are constantly getting information in, and Benjamin in particular is very empathic. When you called him Birch, he, too, had that 11 energy, but in the form of 38. But what really kind of jumped through is the number nine. He had 29, which I always think is 11, flanking the nine, and then 38, which also is 11. So 11, 9, 11. So man alive was his purpose work to get you connected to the other side. He came in as like a support to your antenna because the fact that you were taking in so much information all the time, he came in and like he held up that, that tunnel of information. He's like, gosh, she could, you know, because otherwise it started getting like the leaning power of the Leaning Tower of Pisa as he's showing it, and he came back and he put it back erect and straight. So he keeps drawing me to his ears as well. Um, so his ears acting as antennas, although I don't think they were high up. They might have been floppy ears, which is kind of ironic. Um, but that's what he's, he's kind of talking about with your relationship. Both of you guys really helped with this antenna, bringing in the information, um, and then kind of uh, he supported you in that role. Wow. <clears throat> I'm just, this is so, wow. I mean, you're so spot on about my name mm -hmm. and, you know, like, yes, take it just information, 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 and being able to see and, and, and like with the different names with my animals, it's, that's always been ever since I was a little kid, that ability mm -hmm. to know, I know what they're feeling. I know what they, you know, need in the moment, all of that. So, but with the bunny, 
Oh, gal, everything you said was 100% accurate, which is quite mind-blowing. And <laughs> Well, here's the interesting thing, right? So you have that antenna, antenna, antenna energy. What we want to find is going to be the energy of three, the energy that kind of puts it now into action, that creates the creativity out of it. So Birch had that energy of three within his name as a 31 over four. So he had a little bit of three. But if you can find and bring in the number three into your work, so if you're looking to create something or do something, leverage triangles, leverage um, the number three, write it out or draw it really beautifully and color it in. Um, Using also, you know, thinking of the three, the third chakra, find those yellow amber crystals, you know, leverage those because that's going to help with the creative output. What we want to bring into your experience is the energy of three so that you can put all of that into action. Wow, you just hit you just hit it right there. That is amazing. That is so cool because that's it's where I'm stuck. It's like all yeah. these innovative ideas, all this yeah. divine connection, and yet, yeah. what do I do with this? What do I do with this? Mm-hmm. And it's the creative, the action that's been missing. So that's so incredible. And I just want to tell you that bunny. Like, you were so spot on with him. And, and like, he, like, I've never experienced anything with a bunny that, I mean, he was, like, so incredible. Like, first of all, he trusted me 100% with everything. Like, he, like, I even doctored him through something where, you know, the vet said, no, just put him down. And I was like, no, I got this. And And he, like, trusted me to do all of it was just so amazing and it's like the other thing with him I just he was a portal and I used to tell him that I mm-hmm. said you are this portal because I would mm-hmm. pick him up and hold him up next to my face into my heart and we would just like this doorway would just open and yeah all of this love would just it was so expansive I mean it was like we would expand it was like so incredible yeah. and I you know yeah. I missed that Yet I I feel like what you're saying is he truly wants me to like like he showed me now just you can take this and go with it with the three like all in the three, three. And, mm-hmm. and so it's wow. so interesting that you use the word portal because in my kind of progression of you know okay I'm starting with dog training classes and now I'm doing numerology okay this still feels pretty pretty you know standard. The next thing that came to me after that was a whole course called Pets as Portals, which is using pets <laughs> as the access point to access you know, different portals and different realms. Um, and so, so interesting. What, what, um, one good starting place, because sometimes when we're feeling stuck or we have all these things but we don't know how to, like, kind of begin, start with guided meditations. Start writing guided meditations to take people where you and Benjamin or Birch, you know, went together. Start writing out those guided meditations. That's the start. Oh, my God. I can't stand this. This is so bizarre. Last night, right before I went to bed, and I was meditating, and right before I went to sleep, I thought, wow, I need to write meditations and do meditations for people. I really think that's a good idea. Well, I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it until you said I love yeah. that's a powerful bunny. Wow. Powerful bunny. Lovely bunny. Love it. 
He was magical. That's what I used to tell him. He loved it for me to sing to him. He would love it when I would sing. So I made up this song about magical bunny, and I used to sing to him. It was so cool. Anyway, I... Oh, I'm so high. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a blessing. Oh, what a blessing it. you are. <laughs> you are a joy, Melissa. Um, yes, please listen to this again and to take in all of that beautiful wisdom and information. So blessings to you. And, Denise, thank you for that. <laughs> that was fun. Wow. <laughs> I, I have received so much from each one of these, and as I look in the the webcast, so have others. So, um, mm-hmm. and I will go to the webcast um, in just a few minutes. I want to talk about, you know, how people can work with you privately, Denise, and also learn mm-hmm. how to do this and connect with their pets. So, you have three different uh, beautiful offerings for our community. They can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. At the top of the page, you'll see the marketplace link. Uh, click on that. And you will see Denise's beautiful face holding a lovely dog. <laughs> Click on that, and it will take you to these three offers. Number one, uh, offer A, is understanding your pet. Um, mm-hmm. Describe what this is. There, there's a so, lot in here. Yeah, so this is um, my passion, you know, to your point, Carrie, my passion is not doing numerology. It's teaching others to do the numerology, too, because I use it as such a foundational base for everything I do in my life, in readings with pets. And so this this little kind of course that's pre-recorded but will have a live Q&A is designed not only to teach you about the numbers and the numerology, but to help you create your own lexicon with it. And this course is great whether you have pets or you've never had a pet in your life or you're just interested in numbers. You don't have to be a pet parent to do this. You just need to be interested in understanding how to play with the numbers. So it's going to be um, a total of four modules. The first one talks about the essence of numbers so that we learn, you know, one through nine and, you know, the master vibrations. What are, you know, what are the general themes associated with each? What are the light and shadow aspects? We're also encouraged to create our own little energetic shorthand. That way we start creating our own lexicon with, you know, each of the numbers. Um, The second module is going to be all about patterns and energetic clues. And this is about training your intuition to identify the patterns within the numbers. So that build upon just understanding each number. It's like, what are they in context to? Um, So this starts getting very creative, and it helps you better understand their themes. Because if one is positioned next to a five versus to one position next to a six, that has a different um, implication on that one. So we'll go into all of the patterns and energetic clues. The third module is about numbers and motion. So this is about understanding how the numbers help us identify your own innate gifts, your soul's purpose, your karmic lessons, and how numerology can help you then compare your numbers and your patterns with those of your loved ones. So this is going to be a lot of examples of how to actually interpret the numbers and compare them with other people. Um, Module number four is all about reading between the lines. So this is about um, leveraging numerology as a way to create a container for more intuitive hits. So you'll have a lot of um, names and numbers that you can start pulling your own numerology Um, Or you can pull the numerology of these names, and then that way you see what information you get versus other people in the course. 
the cool thing is this is a pre-recorded course and it also has the community discussion. So not only is it the, the standard material in the slideshow, which is, you know, audio and visual, but we also kind of talk about it um, in, with various people so that you're getting the questions, you're benefiting from their questions, from their observations. So it feels like you're in a group class, which is fun. Um, and then you do have a live Q&A at the end, or not I at the do. end, at some point yeah. soon. So okay. mid-February, we're going to have a live Q&A. Um, the rationale for not doing the, the modules live is because I want everybody to be able to do it on their own time, practice on their own time, and then mid-February, we'll all get together for a live Q&A where we'll kind of pull some names together, compare information that we get. You can get your questions answered. Um, it'll be your opportunity to, once you've gone through the course, to ask any questions you might have and, and put it in practice with my feedback live. Um, mm -hmm. With this, this really cool um, course, you get, you know, handouts each step of the way, one being understanding your pet by the numbers. And so this PDF is a decoder guide to better understand um, the different vibrations and how they translate to our pets. So that one's really fun. And then translating beyond um, numbers gives you the vibration for each number, but it expands your connection by talking about each number's resonance in terms of nature, in terms of sacred geometry and shapes, and also gives you animal symbolism to associate with each number as a quick energetic shorthand. So all of this is instantly accessible, instantly downloadable. Um, it's meant to teach you to create your own lexicon with the numbers, having a, a jumping off point and a basic understanding of numerology. And then we'll get to cover it all together in the live Q&A and talk about it. And then there's a yeah, yeah and then there's a bonus. Yeah, the bonus item, which is an invitation to join my private membership group for a live oracle card reading. And that's where at the beginning of each month we get together as a soul pack and we pull um, animal oracle cards for the group, but then we also pull individual cards for each person and their pet. So it's a lot of fun. It's super collaborative. If you happen to have oracle cards that you like to pull, you know, people pull it for the group as well. And it's just a big, fun way for us to get together and just tap into the energy at the beginning of each month and get specific messages. Um, and that's wow. the beginning of each month. So if you sign up in January for this package, you'll be invited to the February um, live oracle card reading. If you sign up for this package in February, you'll be invited to the March oracle card reading and so on. So you'll always be invited no matter when you sign up for this package. Love it. And so all of that is an offer A, very generously um, priced at $97, and we have the three-pay option. You could pay it over three months um, to really get empowered with all of this information so you can learn how to do it on your own. Um, and then offer B is everything in mm -hmm. offer A plus a private session with you um, that yeah. includes a numerology assessment and a recorded audio of it. Um, so, I mean, just having, you know, five minutes or a few minutes with the, the individuals by phone here today, and you could hear just the breakthroughs just in that short amount of time. So this is just a private session with you. Anything you want to add about this? Yeah, so, I mean, that's a good sampling of what kind of information comes through, right? Different animal communicators get different sources of information. Some get, I like this toy. Others get a lot of what's going on medically in the little animals' bodies. 
what tends to come through for me most strongly is what's going on in the human's life in terms of their relationships, their dynamics, their gifts, their abilities um, through the lens of the pet. Because when we understand that, we can vibe higher and so can the pets. So, mm-hmm. you know, this that we did here is a good example of what a 30-minute reading, what kind of information comes through with a 30-minute reading. And you're able to do, you know, book one of these readings, whether or not you have a pet, um, you know, by your side, if it's transitioned, or maybe even if you've never had a pet before, you're still able to benefit from this. Um, So it's a lot of fun, and, and we get to go deep. Beautiful. Okay. So offer C is mm-hmm. everything, everything in A, mm-hmm. the private session in B, and there's a full course. It's called A Mindful Approach to Dog Training. Mm-hmm. Um, these are videos, um, yeah. guided meditations, activities. Is this just for dogs or this could is, be? Well, I've had other people who, who don't have dogs get it for the meditations, and basically what this is is pet prana in a nutshell. Right. And, um, you know, we started off the conversation talking about in order to shift and understand our pet's behavior, it, we can't just do it in the energy. We have to do the 3D training as well. So this full course bundle has all everything you need to know to either raise a new puppy or just set good habits with, you know, a longtime companion already. It has all the the dog training behaviors from on-leash behaviors to separation anxiety, housebreaking, independence training, which is so important, um, and all the basic obedience commands that go along with those. And those are more geared towards dogs. Those are all videos and Mm how-tos. But in addition to that, there's the conversation. And that's what applies to all pets. So when we have the section about on-leash reactivity, we actually talk about broader themes of grounding, security, safety. There's guided meditations to do with you, any pet um, that kind of tie into those themes. So it's really um, it, it's about working, connecting, and relating to your animal companions from a training standpoint, but also from an energetic standpoint. So it's yeah. um, instantly downloadable as well, but it's a good complement to all the work we're doing here. Right. And just some of the behaviors, you know, listed here, like separation anxiety, um, barking, nipping, jumping, housebreaking, um, independence training. Um, There's a lot in here. I love that you include the meditations. Um, Mm -hmm. Years ago when there was a cat, I've had so many animals over the years, and this one cat that um, was a feral cat that I brought into the home after some time, I had to keep him in a separate room for a while to, mm-hmm. before I introduced him to everyone. And I would go upstairs with him in there and where he was staying, and we would listen to meditations every day together. And I think that's what really supported him in, you know, calming down and feeling safe so I could introduce him to the rest of his, you know, <laughs> pet family. Yeah. So, uh, wow, this is this is wonderful. So for all of you who are really enjoying today's call and you really want to dive deeper, these are three wonderful opportunities. So thank you, my dear, for creating yeah. these. Um, yay. Okay. I know so many of you wrote in. Um, so I'm going to the webcast. And... Um, Wow, <laughs> I a lot of questions here. So, um, okay, where am I going to go? Um, okay, I'm going to go to Barbara. 
Barbara is from Canada, and Barbara's mm -hmm. pet, Bo, B-E-A-U, and her name is Barbara and Bo. Mm -hmm. um, my pet, Bo, passed over a year ago. He was almost 20 mm -hmm. years old. Um, what is he teaching me, connecting with mm -hmm. me from the other side? Um, again, my mm -hmm. name is Barbara, and we were a team together in healing sessions. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Okay. So Barbara, first of all, I'm I'm sorry that you're you're missing Bo here in the physical, but as you know, he's still with you and and connected with you. Um so let me just listen into this real quick. Okay. So one thing that that jumps out immediately here is that Bo's name vibrates at an overall vibration of 11 over 2. So he is part of his role, you know, just like, you know, Benjamin Birch and, you know, some of the other animal companions we talked about. When we see that 11 over 2, it is truly to help you connect to the other side. And sometimes our heart um, connection is so strong to them that when they go onto the other side, our connection to the other side opens more so because our heart, mm -hmm. part of our heart has carried on. So it's almost like it stretches open the portal to be wider and more accessible. Um, so that's part of the role that, that Bo was playing in your life. But he also had a lot of this five energy that you don't have in your name, Barbara. And the five energy, as Bo um, puts it, is about having fun in the exploration of the energy. Um, because it feels like, Barbara, you've been connected and very kind of Secure in your connection and knowing who you are, knowing what you're here to do, and knowing that you're very intuitive since a little girl. Like, you've been very connected, mm -hmm. but it's almost like it's always, because you've known it for so long, it's always been a bit serious for you because it's like, no, I take this seriously. This is my job. This is what I'm here to do. So he brought in a little bit more playfulness to it. So by connecting with him, by you guys kind of exploring and going to to new horizons together, that needed a bit more fun to have that fun partner in it. He took away some of that seriousness. He, he felt more of like a class clown, um, whereas mm -hmm. you were very, very keen on studying and, and hitting your goals and making sure that things were, were going as planned. Um, the other thing that's really interesting in the numbers between both you and Bo is, um, Barbara, you have a very big preponderances of 19, of 219 and 19 repetitive. Basically, your name is 219-2191. So that 219 sequence is really powerful. It's finding balance in all of your past lives, in everything you've learned from the past lives. That's why you came so serious and so kind of knowing who you are and what you're here to do, because it's a culmination lifetime. Um, so that's that's really interesting. So Bo brought in a little bit more of that kind of levity to this really beautiful um, lifetime that you're sharing with him, this very connected lifetime, and he's bringing you to new frontiers with him with that 11-2 energy and that opening of the portal. Mm, wow. Wow. I hope you heard all of that. <laughs> um, Please write in and let us know um, that you heard that. And I know if you didn't just write in, would you let me know that you're still here? Any of you who wrote in earlier, that way if I take your question, we can get some feedback from you. That'd be great. So, um, okay. Um, I'm going to Linda, Linda in Maple Valley. 
Um, she said, hi, thank you, Carrie and Denise. Congratulations on the new season. What an awesome call to begin it with. I actually began it on Friday, Linda, so there's one other call. Um, but thank you. She said, so grateful to both of you for all you're creating today. It's so wonderful. Okay, so her name is Linda. She said, my pup, Ellie, E-L-L-I-E. Um, Linda and Ellie um, came to me five months ago, and I love her dearly. She's oh. grown super fast, very powerful, very strong, very smart and mm -hmm. loving, but we are challenged with her grabbing onto both myself and the cat with her mouth. She doesn't realize <laughs> her strengths, and I realize mm -hmm. it's her way of connecting, but do you have any suggestions on how to break this habit as nothing has yeah. worked so far? Yes. Okay. First of all, oh, my goodness, amazing, adorable. We love her. Um, second of all, this is so funny, Linda. Um, when I look at, okay, a couple things. First of all, your name, Linda, vibrates at a 22 over four, which is a master vibration, which is all about kind of creating community and new foundations and love. Um, so you have that very beautiful kind of like grounding space, which is very good for Ellie because Ellie comes in and her name has that 33 over six vibration uh, within it with the double L. So she is very much out of this world. Like this feels like one of the first mm -hmm. times that she's coming to us as a dog um, or even as an animal on this, this little planet. But that 33 is followed by the 95. You also have that 95 within your name, Linda, by the way. Um, I'd mentioned earlier on the call, when I see that 95, it has to do with big healing abilities. And so the trick here is that Ellie thought in her past experiences and past embodiments, she was a hands-on healer. So when she grabs mm -hmm. onto you and the other animals, she's doing her hands-on healing with the only thing she can grab with, which is her mouth. So what you're going to work with Ellie on, of course, the traditional training, you know, so we want to work with her with nipping and mouthing and, you know, um, you might even consider that package C, which has a little bit of that. Also benevolent leadership to teach her like, you know, okay, little one, you know, there's certain rules in the house that we have to abide by so that we can all, you know, coexist peacefully. Um, a little impulse control because she is a young puppy, but energetically you want to explain to her, all right, little one, in this embodiment, your healing is not going to be hands-on. You're going to learn to do it remotely, and here's how we do it. And so mm -hmm. you're going to teach her to do um, healing through visualization. So it's just as you would a four- or five-year-old. Um, she's your little Jedi. You're just going to talk her through how to do it and show it and work with her. So when she grabs onto you, Ah, uh, uh, little one. No, no. Here's how we do it. Deep breath. Mm -hmm. Voice goes low, and you show her her mouth coming off of your arm. You show her how visualizations work in this lifetime, and you go from there. Interesting. Wow. Linda, I hope that you heard that. Her beautiful <laughs> Ellie. Wow, that is so fascinating. Um, mm -hmm. Would love to hear back from you, Linda. Um, okay. Uh, Trish, I'm going to go to Trish's question, mm -hmm. T-R-I-S-H. Um, she said, mm -hmm. for almost two years, I've visited with over-the-fence only Bella, B-E-L-L-A, mm -hmm. a gorgeous mm -hmm. retired rescue Belmont racehorse. Uh, no wow. easy task. I learned how and earned a relationship with her, a uh, bit twice, never to harm me, but we healed mm -hmm. one another. 
When I found out mm. she was going to be moved, I would fill her in on tentative, truthful information I had, and then one day mm -hmm. she was gone. I hear she's mm -hmm. happy and I will visit. I know she relaxed and appreciated me as I observed her behavior shifting. Would love to mm -hmm. hear from her. So that's Trish and Bella. Mm. Mm, I love that. Okay, so one thing that you, that Trish and Bella share um, very strongly is the energy of nine. Bella's overall name vibrates at an 18 over nine, and Trish, her name has the double nines, the 99 with the RI side by side, and then ends in 18, um, which is also nine. So you and Bella are both cut from the same cloth. Mm. Um, you're very close as, as far as soul frequencies go. So that learning to trust, that learning to step into the, um, okay, so let me say how they want me to say this. That, that first initial reaction of the biting, the warning, the stay away, stay away. I, I don't know that I can trust you. Stay away. That's something that you both work through together, but it's a reflection of, you know, some, some dynamics that Trish had to overcome so that she could step into her true aspect of healing as well. Now, the thing that's really interested about, interesting about that is they show that with Trish, not only was it kind of like humans that were embodied, you know, a little bit of this kind of caution around them, like stay away, stay away, I don't know. It also had to do with energy. So especially, um, you know, similar to Lisa and, and Bibi at a young age, seeing and experiencing energy entering her space and be like, stay away, I don't know who you are. So that mm -hmm. became a little bit of that initial reaction to things that were either unknown to you or the boundary invading, because it shows that that same reaction happened around, like, family members or friends who would kind of enter and take too much space. Um, so that boundary setting kind of create, became creating barriers rather than the healthy boundaries. And you and Bella worked through that together to kind of knock down those barriers and create healthier boundaries. And her leaving kind of created that whole, like, completion, like your, your um, job together was done and uh, it was time to move on. Your chapter together was fulfilled. You guys graduated. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Denise. Well, yeah. um, I hope you heard that. I would love to hear from you. Um, okay, I'm going to go to Janice. It's J-A-N-I-S. Um, mm -hmm. She said, our senior dog, Francois, uh, F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S, mm -hmm. has a new bump on his eyeball. He also has mm -hmm. accidents. I know he takes on things from family. Mm -hmm. What can we do to support him? Janice and Francois. I love that, Francois. All right. Very, very distinguished names. Um, okay. Okay. Let me just see this. Okay. So here's what's really interesting about Francois. He has the 69 energy repeated twice within his name. When I see six and nine together, I see that as 69. And it usually is a very yin and yang symbol, very complete, very balanced, um, very much kind of uh, complete within his own energy. Janice, you have the 59 energy, which is you take on everything from everyone. Um, you know, you take on everything going on and you, you feel everything going on in the environment with those around you. You just feel it deeply and then you filter it through yourself and then you release higher vibes from there. That's how you cleanse energy um, as the most natural aspect of doing so. 
for Francoise, it's not so much that the um, it's not so much that he's taking on what you're clearing, like you're not causing this on his eyeball, but he similarly samples things through his vision and intuition. So the eyeball, it almost, and, and again, I'm going to say I'm not a medical intuitive, so I'm just going to share what I get in the energy. Definitely, you know, talk to a vet or a medical intuitive that you trust. But what he's showing is the cysts on the eyes kind of have to do with his pituitary gland because he brings things in through his kind of eyes crosses it through his intuition and then puts it out as vision. Um, so just teach him and you that you don't have to bring energy in in order to sample and experience it. Ask that your guides and tell him that he can do the same, can show it as a movie projection outside of yourself. Um, because this is also a little bit of a warning for cysts that might be forming in your body as well, Janice. Um, so it's just a call to action to make sure that you work with your guys to make sure that you're seeing things outside of your body. Um, mm. That's what I'm getting. Again, medical intuition is not my forte. I just kind of share what comes through in the energy, um, but just something to be consider and be aware of. Okay. Janice, mm-hmm. my dear, I hope that you heard that. Um mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do one more from Michelle, um, mm-hmm. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. Um, why is Littles, L-I-T-T-L-E-S, <laughs> Littles, peeing on the bed skirt where we all sleep? I think it's him, but could it be Jones, J-O-N-E-S, both small male dogs? One of them also peed on the bathroom floor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So I love this. I'm just going to pull the info here. Uh, One second. Okay. So it's interesting because if anyone, it feels more like Jones rather than Littles. Um, Jones has that 65 energy with him. And for me, when I see the number six, it tends to equate to accidents around the house. And the accidents around the house typically have to do with um, not clearing the energy of the home or being as intentional about clearing the energy of the home of the home um, as we could be. And what Jones is saying, especially in this new year, he's picking up on so much of two things. One, the hopefulness of it, and then two, the disappointment that comes. And this isn't necessarily with you, Michelle. This is the kind of the collective. Like, think as a New Year rolls in, we're all like, all right, here are my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to do all this. This is going to blah, blah, blah. And then by the end of the week, we didn't go to the gym. We didn't do all that. And we kind of beat up on ourselves. That's what he's filtering out from the collective a little bit. Um, he shows that it's less about sometimes when they're having accidents, it has to do with um energy of being angry at something or not wanting to see something for what it is, especially when it comes to the humans, you know, so you might consider is there a situation that you don't want to see for what it is. It it would just like kind of upset you. Um, But he's saying that's not so much it. It's more about the collective and the like ups and downs, the hopeful and then the disappointment, the hopeful and the disappointment. And there might be relationships in your life where you return to where you're feeling really hopeful, like this time they're going to change and then they don't. This time they're going to change, and then they don't. Um, So that's the pattern that he's showing that's linked to the accidents around the house. Wow. So Mm -hmm. interesting, Michelle. 
Um, I hope that you heard that. Um, I'm going to read some of the comments that have come back from the readings that you've given. And um, Trish just said, um, I understand and I'm very grateful, very much personal growth for me. Uh, much love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Denise and Carrie. Thank you, Trish, for the, mm -hmm. responding. Uh, Linda said, wow, I am so excited to work with your suggestions. It resonates so much with me. Her eyes speak to me in new ways, and so your reading was so enlightening and eye-opening. I'm so thrilled to explore further with her. Thank you for opening up this new connection for us. Thanks, Linda, for uh, writing in. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Let me... Um, Barbara um, said, thank you. The message message seems very appropriate. He was also with me in some other lifetimes. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you, Barbara. Let me see. I'm kind of scrolling through here to try to find some of the... Uh, um, Monica said, wow, what a fantastic call. Denise, you're so gifted. Love your passion. Um, Lisa, who was from the phone call, said, thank you again, Denise and Carrie, for the reading and helping me and BB and my inner child. Wow, I'm so grateful for your advice. It's going to bring so much peace and joy into our lives. Bless you. Thank you for writing back in. Wow. Um, oh, Cece from Houston said, um, oh, my gosh, thank you, Bibi. I learned so much about myself through Bibi. How wonderful to receive Aww. information in this way. It made me tear up. Aww. Yeah, I think Bibi kind of um, opened things up for quite a few people on this call today. Um, right? Isn't that so fun how we yeah. always learn from, the, and I knew that the Lisa and BB one was going to be a, a resonant one because so many of us were so intuitive growing up and didn't have the guidance, you know, and yes. so we created barriers or, you know, shut down or kind of distanced ourselves from, from certain situations. So I love mm -hmm. that 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 brought through with Lisa and BB. And thank you, Lisa, for sharing that with us. And thank you for everyone for sharing yourselves, your animal companions, yeah. your questions, because as you can see, we all learn from it. I mean, I always learn from these calls. They're so much fun. Yes. I mean, just listening to all of them has been so enlightening, you know, even if you didn't get called on, you know. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, Janice just wrote back in and said, thank you, Denise, for that beautiful info about Francois. You're spot on. Mm -hmm. Not taking things in when healing others is also a big challenge for me. And he's been mm -hmm. a major teacher for me with energy and intuition. Uh, thank you, Carrie, for this opportunity. Sending big love right back to you, Janice. Um, wow, what a fun, enlightening, informative <laughs> show. Um, wow. Oh, Michelle just wrote back in and she said, thank you so much. I was wondering if I was blaming the wrong one. Poor little gets yeah. blamed for everything. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, this has been beautiful, um, Denise. Uh, so as we wrap up here, any final message or anything else you'd like to share before we say goodbye? Uh, well, one thing is, you know, since we're speaking of numerology, we are entering the seven year, right? And so that yeah. energy of seven is all about uncovering the mysteries of the universe, understanding our piece in the bigger picture and the bigger puzzle, um, understanding our connection, our cosmic place in the universe. So it feels like a really fun, expansive year to really tap into numerology and get to know it. 
um, because we're all opening up to our spiritual awakenings more and more and more. And if we're able to do it joyfully with a lot of fun, a lot of curiosity, and in this kind of group setting, it's it's just a blast. So um, I just love that we were able to play with the numbers, show how the numbers can help open up to our intuition, because that's what we're here to do, to really trust ourselves as pet parents, as humans, as individuals, as partners in the cosmos. And, um, you know, it's fun to be able to do that alongside our animal companions. Absolutely. Well, you are amazing. And each time you're here, I just, I feel like you, you just get better and better. (laughs) So thank you for your devotion and dedication to all of this and your joy, the joy that you bring, um, as you present all of this is, you know, we can feel it. I can feel your heart. So Denise, thank you. Um, and, uh, you are so welcome. You are always welcome here, my dear. And uh, <laughs> to everybody who's joined us or who will join us and listen in, thank you for the gift of your time, your openness, your love, just your presence today. We appreciate you and hope that you receive the insights, the new awarenesses, the empowering opportunities that are most beneficial for you and your pets at this time. Um, as always, our speakers extend these really beautiful opportunities to take what you've heard here further and experience a deeper connection with these teachings, um, with their spiritual gifts and healing work. So, of course, today is no exception. So hopefully you'll review the wonderful opportunities presented and Denise's uh, special offers. There are three of them, so please review them. And thank you um, for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation uh, directly from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight, beautiful beacons of light, and I will see you back here in this playground of light again tomorrow. Bye, everyone.